Hey there, Story Sister. Welcome back to a special bonus episode of the Power Your Platform podcast. One phrase I repeat often is to keep it simple, sister. Have you heard me say that before? Well, I really do believe it. So for today's bonus episode, I wanted to share with you three simple storytelling secrets that I came across recently when I was rereading one of my childhood favorite books, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. But before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you to sign up for our free weekly story prompts that provide you with a quick and easy way to stretch your storytelling muscle and improve your writing week after week. If you struggle with writer's block and you want to get more clear with your messaging, then be sure to head over to powerherplatform.com forward slash subscribe and we'll start sending you your weekly story prompt very soon. For now, let's open up my favorite book of fairy tales and get into today's episode. Are you ready? Let's turn up the volume and dive in. Welcome to Power Your Platform, the podcast for women who are building bold story brands. I'm your host and story coach, Carrie Ramsey. Each week, we'll explore big ideas about brand building and shine a spotlight on courageous women just like you who are owning their story, following their purpose, and changing the world. Whether you're a story starter, a story builder, or a story pro, this podcast is for you. I'll help you move your mindset from uncertain to unstoppable and provide you with the storytelling tools you need to make a real impact. Because we all have a story to tell, and somewhere someone is waiting to hear yours. Join us each week for inspiring interviews, aha moments, and step-by-step action plans that will provide the framework to help you create your very own purpose-driven platform. Are you with me? All right, it's time to power up. Have you kept any of the books from your childhood years? You know, the ones that maybe someone read to you at bedtime and then you learn to read them for yourself eventually. If you're anything like me, you might have reread the same book so often you could quote them from memory. I still have my copy of Goldilocks and the Three Bears from when I was a kid. But what I never realized is that this story has actually been around since 1837. And no, contrary to what my teenagers think, I was not alive then. (laughs) But recently, I pulled out my dog-eared copy of Goldilocks and the Three Bears, and I took a second look. And here's what I found. First, I think that we can all agree this is a classic story, right? At least in the Western world. And I think what's helped it survive all these years is its simplicity. Even if you don't own a copy of this book, I'm pretty sure you know the main highlights. And you may have even repeated the story from memory to your own kids or grandkids when they were small. So what are the key elements that make this story so memorable? And how can we apply some of those same concepts to our own storytelling to help make our brand stories more memorable. Well, let's take a closer look and read between the lines. So let's start at the beginning of the story with the words, once upon a time. How many times have you heard that phrase before? 
For me, they're comforting words. They tell me someone's about to tell a story, so settle in and get cozy. The words also provide structure. It signals the start of something. And if there's one thing that we humans gravitate towards, it's structure. It provides us with familiarity and comfort, especially during chaotic times like the ones we're living through right now. So storytelling secret number one is to structure your story. Adopt a familiar style or set of words or a phrase that your audience will hear over and over and they'll know where you're going with it when you use it. Let me give you an example. At the start of every Power Your Platform podcast, I say, hey, story sister, welcome back to, and then I insert the number of the episode, right? So just hearing those words is like me saying once upon a time, because my audience of regular listeners knows what's coming next. Even if they don't know the exact topic, I'll be talking about that day. What they do know is that I'm about to provide an overview of the day's podcast. They already know it has something to do with storytelling, since that's the consistent theme of my brand. And they also can see sequentially which number of the episode we're at. So there's that added element of organization as a part of the structure. And this structure builds trust because it shows my audience that I've taken the time to formulate an introduction they're familiar with, and it's clear and consistent and over time recognizable, even if the content itself differs week after week. Does that make sense? So structure provides stability. And when a listener or viewer or a reader feels comfortable enough to recognize that structure, then you've developed an unspoken relationship with them, even if you've never met them in person. So look for ways that you can introduce structure into your messaging. Do you have a regular social media feature, for instance, that your audience might look forward to, like a Tips Tuesday or Friday Fun Fact? What about the structure of your newsletter? Are there familiar elements that your audience starts to look forward to each time? If you have a blog or a YouTube channel or a podcast, do you use familiar intros and extras and musical interludes, right, to provide your audience with a signal about what they can expect next? These are just a few simple ways to incorporate structure into your storytelling. But even a simple approach can make your messaging clearer and more consistent and more memorable for your target audience. So storytelling secret number one then, which we can learn from Goldilocks and the Three Bears, is to structure your story. The second element I wanna highlight is the rule of three. Now the very title of this story reveals the rule of three. It's Goldilocks and the Three Bears, not Goldilocks and a bunch of bears. And it's not the only fairy tale that uses the rule of three, by the way. There's the tale of the three little pigs and the story of the three Billy Goats Gruff. And there are plenty of other examples inside traditional tales like Rumpelstiltskin or Cinderella or Snow White that do things in sets of three. And there's a reason for this. It turns out that three is the smallest recognizable pattern, which helps make it more memorable for audiences. 
And since more traditional stories were told orally, early storytellers needed all the help they could get to remember their own stories and also help their audiences remember them as well so that they would be passed on through time. So just think of all the messages that even today we get as adults in threes. Stop, drop, and roll when there's a fire. Location, location, location when we're buying real estate. And reduce, reuse, recycle when we want to be responsible global citizens, right? You get the idea? We're immersed in a culture that adheres to the rule of three, even if we don't realize it. And as a result, we respond well when there are three examples given or three rules to follow or maybe three simple storytelling secrets, right? Now, you obviously can't always provide your solution in three parts or provide three distinct examples, but it's something to keep in mind when you're developing your story brand. And where possible, apply this age-old writing concept that has proven to work well for generations of audience members, including fans of Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Finally, a third lesson that we can learn from this simple children's fairy tale is the idea that it pays to always be testing. Do you remember the heart of the story when Goldilocks tries each of the three bowls of porridge? The first she finds is too hot. The second one is too cold. And the third is just right. And then she sits in three chairs. The first is too big. The second is too small. And the third is just right. Finally, she tries out three beds. The first one is too hard. The second one, too soft. And the third one is just right. And of course, she falls asleep. So what does this teach us? Well, besides that fact that's obvious that the rule of three is at play here, <laughs> we also learn that we need to always be testing and trying things on until we find the right fit. I love that lesson, especially when it's applied to our messaging. Because we don't always know which words or which call to action or even which product or service is going to land with our audience until we begin experimenting. And when we do, we'll find some methods that aren't a fit. But if we keep trying, we will find the one that's just right for us and our audience as well. So don't be afraid to fail once in a while because failure is not the opposite of success. It's a part of success. And my clients will often hear me say that I want to help them get set up for success, right? That's natural when you're coaching people. But honestly, it's equally important to encourage clients to set themselves up for failure once in a while so they can test out what's going to work and what's not when it comes to serving our core audience. So rule number three then is to always be testing. So those are the three simple storytelling secrets that I uncovered recently inside of one of my favorite childhood fairy tales. To recap, those secrets are number one, structure your story. Number two, use the rule of three. And number three, always be testing. And they all lived happily ever after.
hope you enjoyed this mini episode today. And if you did, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the platform that you prefer to listen to your podcasts on. When you do, it helps us reach more listeners and continue to amplify the voices of women so their stories will be heard more clearly. Until next time, remember to own your story, follow your purpose, and raise your voice because the world is waiting to hear your story. Thank you.